All right, y'all, we are live. Good evening. I'm yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist, host of The Real Physician Reacts. This is our weekly series where I come on live to discuss on our YouTube channel. Shout out to our Facebook group as well. Um, we love uh, the Lunch Learning community and that uh, Facebook page. I'm that Facebook group where I just come to talk about things that I kind of either come across my social media platform or pressing questions that I just get that don't necessarily maybe fit the criteria of being a Medicine Mondays episode, but it says, you know what, like, let's talk about it here, right? And then this is one of the times where you can actually ask me questions as I'm doing my discussion. So today we are going to be talking about, and we're actually giving an update. So I would call this more like a part two. And this is something I've definitely been working on making sure that I don't just hit you guys with a topic and then just kind of set it and forget it, right? Like, so this is actually part two, or more importantly, the water crisis update occurring in Jackson, Mississippi. If you caught the um, live stream a few weeks ago, I think about two or three weeks ago, we talked about how Jackson, Mississippi, city here in the United States, was going on not only bo boiled water watch, like you had to boil everything. And at the time it did it, I think it was they were already like a month into that boil water watch, but they essentially had no safe water whatsoever, none to brush their teeth, none to wash their dishes, none to take a bath whatsoever. Nothing was safe because of recent flooding. So today we're going to be talking about an update from that uh, aspect. I do have some good news, which is, you know, at a time like this, great to be having some great news. So let's give I'm going to show a video. I was going to do a kind of a kind of a, a quick update on, first of all, what happened, and then more importantly, kind of where we're at. Then we'll just have our discussion of what to look forward to um, as the time comes, right? Which, because they, the governor, right, where I'm going to be showing the governor of Mississippi, he says some interesting things at the end that I think uh, I want to make sure you guys um, uh, catch up and keep keep aware on. It'd be good if you guys can actually hear it. Water. In too many drink the water. In too many cases, it is raw water from the reservoir being pushed through the pipes. We can now announce that we have restored clean water to the city of Jackson. As of today, we can state that the bull water advisory can be lifted for all those who rely on Jackson's water system. While we have restored water quality, this system is still imperfect. And we, and we are going, going to address, address issues throughout, throughout the duration of the, of the state's, state's response. response. It, it is possible, although I pray not inevitable, that there will be further interruptions. We cannot perfectly predict what may go wrong with such a broken system. Do not drink. So, so that was the governor of Mississippi essentially saying, hey, guys, you know, after several weeks, guess what? the boiled water, you know, watch is lifted, meaning that the clean water is back to the city of Jackson, which is, first of all, outstanding news. But if you listen to that press conference, and mind you, that press conference was actually an hour, so shout out to NBC News for cutting a clip of probably the most important discussion that we want to talk about. And I was at NBC News on their TikTok channel. He kind of mentioned that, hey, you know what? Yes, we are lifting this boiled water act, but hold your horses before, you know, we get super happy. Yes, things are getting close to go back to normal, but I can't even promise you that it's not going to happen again. 
And when we talked about it on the first run around, we said that the why, like how they got to the point where the entire city of Jackson, Mississippi, and almost 150 to 180,000 residents were, were without clean water was because of just poor infrastructure and poor, um, let, let's say, uh, putting money where their mouths is, right? Like when you're supposed to fix the issues that you know you have and you don't do it, you shouldn't be surprised what happens at the end, which is essentially what happened in this case. They've had poor infrastructure. Um, you know, employee turnover was terrible. And it was just bound to happen, especially when you throw in a natural disaster like a flood that essentially kind of wipes out your entire water system. So, yes, right now, as we speak, Jackson, Mississippi is out of the woods as far as, you know, not necessarily need to boil the water. I want to kind of give some instructions out, especially if you have some friends and family uh, in the city of Jackson, Mississippi. So, you know, obviously, like it's great to know that you don't need to. um boil water anymore, but we want to make sure we do, we get back to quote unquote normal in a safe manner. So, um, and this was from the, uh, I think, I'm not even sure what they're, oh, uh, Mississippi Emergency Management Agency. So these are some reminders that they have now that the boil water notice is lifted. And again, I mentioned it before that the, in fact, let me uh, get, get myself back on here. I mentioned it before that when they said, you know what, there's no more water, like when they declared an emergency, like, hey, like someone come help us so the government can come and help them, they were already on board water watch for at least three weeks prior. So it was three weeks prior of just, hey, guys, you should boil your water to, oh, my God, guys, not only uh, boil your water is going to be a problem, but like you can't even brush your teeth with that water. You can't even wash your dirty dishes with that water. You can't do anything with that water. Like stay away from the water. And that's why they had to have so many buses of water, you know, so many um, droves of water bust in because the water that was all around them was not safe because of the flooding. So when you fast forward and now, hey, you know what? We've gotten to the point where the water, water, boil water effect has been lifted. Now, how do we get back to normal? And that's kind of where uh, we are here with uh, this one. So uh, when your boil water notice is lifted, right? So which is kind of what happened now. First thing they want us to do is flush the faucets for about 10 minutes, introducing the system water throughout the house plumbing, aka meaning that water that's been sitting there, it's dirty, it's filthy. So they want you to run your uh, faucets to kind of run it. So if you got one faucet, run it for 10 minutes, two faucets, run it for five minutes, three faucets, run it for three to four minutes, uh, each of them. And plus any faucet with a minimum of two minutes to ensure the cleaning of the water lines. You want to throw away any drinks, any ice, any food, anything made during that boil water notice. You're going to rewash, rewash any food or drink items such as silverware, checking your water filters. Um, again, we're not going to use any water from our hot water uh, heater exchanges. You're going to run your dishwasher as well. So these are just some things that the uh, emergency medical advocacy program in the Mississippi wanted you guys to do. Just so again, like I said, yes, it's glad that we don't have to worry about the boiled water anymore. No uh, but like, let's come on, let's let's hold our horses because we we just don't we're not going to run and start you know making ice cubes and drinking out the faucet again. Not just yet. So I wanted to talk about like the fact that yes. We've gotten to the point, yes, we are extremely happy that you know, citizens in our country 
now can drink water from their own faucets, which is something that I, and I say this all the time, I talked about this on the last show, something we completely take for granted the 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 ability or in the, the ability for one event to occur and then all of a sudden what you normally do on a day-to-day basis aka drink water from your faucet aka take a shower wash your clothes things that you just a lot of people take for granted you can't do no more and and it kind of highlighted now mind you and, and i say that it's, i hate to say that I even highlighted because flint is here flint happened flint michigan is still a thing. Flint, Michigan is still dealing with poor infrastructure. Flint, Michigan is still dealing with water-related issues. So it's not like this is the first time it's happened. And when you listen to the governor's words, he tells you, hey, I'll be honest, y'all, like this might happen again. Don't blame me if it happens. I'm letting you know that this may happen again, which is so disheartening if you're a resident this, in fact, you don't. You should not have to be a resident in that area to be disheartened by the fact that there's major cities. There are major cities which are typically fully populated uh, with African Americans who cannot, who cannot trust that the water coming out of their faucet is something that they can drink. Like I want us to like think about that. I want us to kind of ponder that major cities. Here in the great United States, where you may not be able to trust the water coming out of your faucet to wash your dishes. Like that is that is how weak our infrastructure has been. And that is the lack of support that's gone on to kind of deal with it. And I and I one of my bullet points for this uh, tonight's video was the fact that you have the EPA saying, you know, what, let's go back. Because when we went, you know, several years ago, in fact, we'll, we'll highlight that article. Like when we went back there several years ago to say, hey, like we're going to come like we, we there's a problem in Jackson that y'all should be worried about. And it was essentially totally ignored. Fast forward. Here we are. Hey, you know, that problem we kind of told you about, like it's here and you guys didn't do anything about it. So now we're going to have to do something else. And. I say this all the time, especially when we're, you know, we don't talk about politics a lot, but when we talk about politics, I talk about how, you know, people who will swear, you know, I don't want government assistance, you know, get the government out of here, get big government out of here. The second they are in danger are screaming, big government, come save me. Like federal government, come save me. It happens the same way when I talk about uh, the folks who are anti-COVID vax or anti-vax in general. The second they get sick with COVID, guess what they're doing in the hospitals? They want us to throw everything, including the kitchen sink at them to help save them from the COVID that they were acting wasn't acting like wasn't an issue in the first place. So not surprising that this is kind of a similar case where it not until it was declared a, a national emergency that the, the federal government was able to step in and kind of help right the ship. Because if it was just up to the state, the folks in Jackson, Mississippi would still not be drinking any water as we speak, right? Which is, again, it's just terrible to think about. But this is unfortunately, you know, the, where, where we're living, at, especially here in this country here. So let's take a look at um, the EPA and, you know, what they're thinking about. Because, and, and I kind of mentioned how the EPA is saying, you know, what, we're going to go back to Jackson, Mississippi. Um, we're going to be investigating again. Why? Because when, 
when we gave them that opportunity, like I said, we gave them that opportunity to fix their stuff. They did not fix what they needed to do. Now, fortunately, this actually, uh, this when was this article posted? So this article was posted about three days ago. So three days ago. So this article was posted prior to the uh, water ban being lifted. And I think what happened is that for the, wa- the boiled water ban to be lifted, EPA had to come out there and say, all right, let me just make sure that, you know, what they're saying about the water um, is is well and need be, right? So again, he talked about City Boil Water Advisor issued more than six weeks ago. means tap water must be boiled before used to drink, uh, make ice, wash dishes, and brush your teeth. Again, as we speak, that is, um, you know, that has been lifted. Uh, Thank God uh, for those. Uh, But this, this, I want you to kind of peep this part here. The city's water problems go back years and boil water advisors advisories have become almost a fact of life in Mississippi's capital. Again, let's, let me, let me make sure y'all focus on me, right? Cause I want y'all to like, like, let's think about that. And, and I, I mentioned it before, boiled water advisories are becoming a fact of life in a major city here in this country, y'all. From a public health perspective, like we're just pulling all hair. I don't got that much hair on the top. But like that, that just drives you crazy at that thought, at that thought that like imagine the city I'm in Florida. Imagine the city of Miami having to be used to boiled water advisories. Imagine New York City having to be used to boiled water advisories. Imagine, you know, Los, Ale- Los Angeles, California, having to get used to the fact that like, oh, it's just another boiled water advisory you know, get the pots out, let's boil up so I can take it. Like, imagine that that is a way of life for people in a major city in this country. And honestly, I don't care that it's a major city. The fact that it's a city in this country, you know, this great country of ours who who talks about, you know, it's well riches and, you know, we got billionaires everywhere. Like, imagine, right, and you have the governments who clearly aren't doing what they need to do to protect their citizens. Imagine growing up, if you're a child, let's, let's just, you know, let's just skip being an adult. Imagine you being a child and knowing and understanding that, like, hey, where I live at, like, every now and then I just got to boil water to drink. Like, it ain't safe for me. And that be your reality. So that's, I mean, that's just sad uh, for so many different reasons. And again, it's just, it just kind of, again, just kind of hits home, hits home this fact that, and I talk about this a lot, public health is such a disaster here in this country because of the lack of investment in our public health, the lack of investment in just routine structures. You got a state like Texas where power goes out and half the state can't get any power, right? And that's that's norm. That's understood. Like people are just like, okay with that. And it's going to take people like me, and like many others who typically who watch my channel, who are listening to me on the podcast, to say like, nah, that's some BS, y'all. Like, we should not be like okay with that. That's not a sentence that you should be able to type and be like, oh, okay. Like that's it's just it just does not uh, compute uh, when I think about like that level of um, you know you know, animosity for us, right? Like as far as like, just like being okay with it. Um, in early 2020, the system failed an EPA inspection, which found the drinking water had potential to be harmful to host 
bacteria, and parasites. Last year, many residents were out water for a month after pipes froze and burst during the February storm. Again, this was just last year. The present boil water advisory was issued in late July after cloudy water at the OB Curtis plant was blamed on high levels of the mineral manganese uh, combined with the use of lime. Like, guys, again, this is a major country, y'all. This is a major country that's having to deal you know, with this aspect here, right? And so again, the EPA is coming out. So essentially saying like, hey, we're going to come out there because we don't like what we see. We're going to come out there. We're going to inspect your plant. We're going to come out there. You know, we already know that those those pipes and everything else is trash, uh, but we got to come out there anyway because we need to get the citizens back to drinking water. Again, uh, for those who are catching this late, this article was published on the 12th as we speak, you know, like several hours ago, um, the boil water advisory was lifted. So again, this is this article is kind of out of date in terms of saying like, hey, what are we going to do to get people back uh, to drinking water? Because fortunately, people are back at drinking water. And we kind of mentioned this before in on the last series where we talked about how there's so many systemic reasons why Jackson, Mississippi got to this point where they're on boil water advisories and they can't drink their water. They can't wash dishes with their water. They can't brush their teeth with the water. They can't wash their own clothes with the water. Like, again, just boggles my mind that I can, I can, that I can say that about a city and, you know, people aren't, you know, unfortunately rioting um, in that regards. Right. So again, Jackson water's problems are largely systemic, old and leaky pipes, malfunctions at the treatment plants, Insufficient money to fix the problems, according to a report by the Mississippi Center for Investigative Reporting. Like, again, this, people know about this. This is not new. This is not surprising. And uh, the mayor said last year, the city needs literally more than a billion dollars to replace our entire system. A billion would it be, y'all. It's going to take a billion dollars with a B to fix just the water system in Jackson, Mississippi. Like, I wonder if someone knows what the, the numbers are to fix the water system in Flint. And if you're sitting in a major city across the country thinking like, oh, that's so sad for them. Like, again, I think a lot of people would be surprised like how we may be like one or two natural disasters and this same issues, same infrastructure issues, same issues with old pipes and all these things kind of compounding can happen to your city as well, right? Like it's just, just sad, but again, I'm just fortunate enough that we can actually bring you good news on this update. The fact that yes, like, and again, if you got family members and friends out there, again, again, first of all, you know, pray for them, right? Pray for them because again, they're not necessarily just like the governor said, they're not out of the woods yet. They're not out of the woods yet, but you can pray for them and say, "Hey, I see what you're doing." Um, like I got to, I got some, I'm sending water your way. I'm sending clothes your way. I'm sending whatever supplies your way. So again, remember to still look after, uh, your, your friends and family members in that area. Again, just look after your fellow countrymen, um, in, in the city, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, uh, and understand that it is, it takes one, one more storm and they could be right in the same predicament. One more a hurricane come through, they could be right in the same predicament, right? Like they are not out of the woods yet. Uh, but we're going to, again, we're going to keep them in our prayers, um, you know, keep watch over them and then hopefully just kind of cross our heart over the die. Hopefully uh, that, you know, they don't have to go through what they continue to have to go through. Right. Because no city 
whether it's big or small in this country should have to go through the fact that like I can't even drink water like out of my faucet. And there's people making billions of dollars a year on selling water. Like I can't drink water out of my faucet, but there's companies who make billions of dollars a year selling water. Like that's just crazy to me, y'all. That's just crazy. Again, I am here truly. Dr. Barry Pierre, again, thank you for joining another episode of Real Physician Reacts. If you are on my YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to the channel, my podcast listeners. Um, make sure, again, if, especially if you're listening to this and you, for some reason, haven't subscribed yet, make sure you are subscribed. I want you to subscribe. Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry for my podcast listeners, available on all podcasting platforms. Obviously, the YouTube channel, Dr. Barry Pierre TV. All you got to go to is watchdrberry.com. It'll take you right to my YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that notification button. I'm going to see you guys next week.